What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And you're tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. Oh, Lord, child. We got to get into it today. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and get into it because I know y'all have been waiting for us to comment on this and talk about this Aisha Curry situation. Yeah, like. Wow. It's been a lot of back and forth. Everybody knows what's going on. If you don't, basically, Aisha Curry went on Red Table Talk with uh, Jada Pickett-Smith, and she was basically saying how um, Steph Curry gets all the attention. It's always women throwing yeah. themselves at him, and she just doesn't feel wanted because that doesn't happen to her. Right. And she was saying, you know, not necessarily that she wants to cheat or do anything, but yeah. she, you know, she wants to feel wanted. So, we basically want to talk about, you know, wanting to be wanted even if you are in a relationship. Was she right or was she wrong? Right. How do you feel about her comments? I don't feel like she's wrong for feeling that way, but I do think that it was a little weird and awkward that you would publicly say that on a large platform because it just sounds weird. Right. But I don't think it's a weird um, emotion or it's something weird to want or crave when you're married because it's like everybody wants to feel like okay yeah this i'm in a relationship but like you, you still want to feel like you that bitch you still like feel, you got the juice yeah you still want to feel like you that bitch so i feel like you know maybe she just feels like yeah nobody tries to holler at her but i also feel like too she's always kind of giving off that type of image and perception as well so you can't be mad when people aren't giving you that type of attention right I definitely agree because it was just like last year when she was just like, y'all ain't got no clothes on. I don't, exactly. I'm only like that for my husband. Right. So first of all, niggas know that you ain't about nothing unless it's about Steph, which is understandable because you she are married. Because you are a married woman. But then you're not married to any man. You're married to Steph Curry, bruh. So nobody's going to want to step to Steph Curry's wife. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and another thing, now, I don't invalidate anybody's feelings because I feel like like I agree with you. Yeah, It's okay to feel that way. We all want to be wanted. We right. all want to feel like we're attractive. But to me, how I took it, I feel like she the reason she said it on this platform is because she needs to have a talk with Steph that she hasn't had a talk with him about. So this was her way of opening that door to talk. Because let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. When I'm with the man... It, even when I'm not with the man, mm -hmm. I know niggas want me. You can right. go on, you can go on Aisha's Instagram right now to old pictures. There's hella niggas in her comments being like, "Damn, you fine." Steph is lucky. This yeah. and that. The reason that she did this, in my personal opinion, is because she's not feeling wanted by her own man. Okay. You think so? I think so. I don't think so. I do. I, think I don't so. think that she doesn't feel wanted by him. Because let me tell you something. When you're I feel like if anything, she's having an issue with all of the female attention that he's getting. But she gets and she gets attention as well. I don't really feel like she does though. Not in the sense or not in the way that he gets attention from I mean, women. Yeah, but, I mean, but at the end of the day, it's like uh, you're dating Steph Curry, bitch. You know what it is, but you're not ugly by any means you fine you got a nice body like what are you i'm dead i wish y'all could have seen dre's face i'm just saying i feel like when i'm in a relationship with somebody i can get a thousand comments under a picture 
I we talked about this before. I yeah. can get a million likes on a picture, but if my nigga doesn't like a picture, I feel like damn, do I really look good? Like my own nigga didn't even like say nothing or now, like the I picture. Do, I do agree with that too, because it's like I can get a lot of attention, male attention, but if it's not from the person that I want it to be from, you feel some type I of way. Feel some type of way, but I don't feel like it's that with her, because I definitely feel like he gives her attention. I, I, look, we don't know either way. We don't know. Well, if he's we, not, we don't know if he's not. But, but I, I feel like it's more so. She's having an insecurity issue with the fact that but he gets a lot of female attention. I think the insecurity... And so it makes her feel like, well, maybe if I was getting this equal type of male attention that he's getting from females, you know what I mean? She okay. wouldn't feel so strongly is, about it. She's feeling insecure because her man is not telling her, baby, you fine. Baby, you look good. Baby this and baby that. If your you nigga was... He tells her that? No, because if he was doing that, she wouldn't have went on Red Table Talk talk about I need some attention. Yeah. Period. If her nigga was giving her the attention that she wanted, she would feel enough. Because at the end of the day, it's niggas giving you attention, Aisha. I'm not trying to hear that shit. Right. You light-skinned with green eyes and good hair, bitch. Yeah. Niggas is under your pictures, okay? Steph is not doing what he's supposed to do as a husband, and that's how I feel, period. If you was getting the attention that you needed from your man, you wouldn't even care about these. Uh, let me tell you something, how much I do not give a fuck about what these niggas think about me. As long as the nigga I'm sucking and fucking thinks I'm a bad bitch, baby, y'all can't tell me nothing. I don't care if nobody was talking to me. I agree with that, but then again, it just goes back to different people craving different things. I feel like that's you, but maybe her, she wants the attention from her man, and she also wants to feel like she's wanted by other men. True, and, I, and trust me, I do get that. But but from what I was getting from the situation and from what she was saying was not that from a social media perspective, mm. you know what I mean? Because you talking about people commenting under her pictures and people liking her pictures. Of course, I feel like men are commenting under her pictures and liking her pictures. From what she said and from what I heard, she was saying she don't ever get nobody trying to holler at her to where she could turn them down. But my thing is, you're, you're in one of the most publicized relationships. It's like, when you think of like, celebrity, sports athletes, marriage, you're in the top five. I'm not going to lie, but I do feel that way. But then I feel you like think niggas, niggas, I feel like niggas don't be not hollering at Cardi B. Yeah, but that's different. That's not different. It is different. It's, that's a huge, hugely publicized relationship but, as well. Uh, but then you say, but it's how she pre presents herself. You present yourself like, oh, I'm a wife. I cook, I clean, I stay at home, I cover myself up. Cardi like... I'm about to go lick offset butthole, y'all. I don't swallow plan B. Yeah, I can swallow the nut. Exactly. So it's like, if a bitch putting it out Aisha, there. Aisha, you would never say that. You would never say that. So niggas feel like they can try Cardi. But I'm, I'm, I know Cardi be curving these niggas. But, yeah. you know, they was putting it on blast. Some athlete had um posted Cardi's picture with her. And Offset had broke up one time and was like, damn, something about Cardi or something yeah. like that. But that's because you get what you see with Cardi and you know people be feeling like oh I'm waiting for Offset to slip up yeah, the way yeah. Aisha portrays herself niggas know that she not going nowhere yeah. and at the end of the day Cardi is a breadwinner on her own Aisha is now because of Steph and he's yeah. opened doors for her yeah. so you know Aisha's platform if her and Steph broke up would be a little different 
Cardi B gonna be Cardi B regardless. Yeah, Cardi B gonna. So that, B, so no that wasn't what. a good necessary exi- necessarily. A I good do example. feel like it's a good example though, because I just feel like we was just talking about relationships that are hugely publicized, like people who are in major relationships. Everybody knows that they together, and I feel like niggas just gonna holler at certain people, and they don't try to holler at other but people. But the reason is, is because Cardi is in songs rapping about her titties, rapping about her ass, rapping about her tongue. So of course she's gonna be like, damn, and acknowledge that shit versus a woman who's like y'all be walking around naked ew why would a nigga want to talk to you you're not approachable right you're not approachable like i'm not trying to be funny but when niggas see us they can be like oh they got them drunk bitches on the podcast they're gonna come up to, yeah. to us and speak to us but it's like when you portray yourself like you're a goody good and you're all about your marriage and your family of course niggas aren't gonna want to talk to you right so it's like because niggas be, do probably be feeling like oh well if cardi b and offset break up cardi b gonna be back on the market right. and they actually might have a chance right you know what i'm saying like i feel like not a regular nigga but you know right. other niggas other who niggas. got money and right shit. i feel like if aisha and steph like you know got a divorce or something niggas don't feel like they got a chance with aisha and i i'm not trying to be funny but no i don't feel that way well i feel like she Square Portray- niggas probably would. Square niggas way. probably would, but that's what I'm saying. She portrays herself as boring. I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't think that's how she portrays herself. I think that she is. That's her I'm personality. Here. Yeah. And I will say this as well. This is why, honestly, ladies, that's why I say do what the fuck you want to do. Because just yesterday, these niggas was talking about we need to be a Lauren London, and last year they was talking about we need to be a Aisha. But now all of a sudden, when when Aisha kind of wants to be on the other side. Everybody coming for her. Everybody like, oh, well, this is why you got to be like a Cardi B and just be yourself. Niggas like, oh, fuck that. I'm not fucking no Aisha. If I had to choose between Aisha and Cardi, I'm choosing Cardi. Yeah, people, I mean, I, but I've always been an advocate for doing what you want and being the person that you want to be because you can't live your life for other people. You got to live your life for you. So it's like, if you're just portraying that image, you know, speaking of Aisha, if you're just portraying that image of being a goody good or being this wholesome housewife who just cooking clean and this and this and this and you like to dress conservative but that's not really who you are or what you really want deep down inside but that's what you're portraying you shouldn't be portraying it. right and my thing is you can be yourself and, and be i'm sure married. steve was still steven whatever his name is steve. not steve and his name is steven <laughs> stephen stephen <Steph>. yeah okay <laughs> But yeah, if Steph Curry really fuck with you and he love you, he will support you no matter what type of That's way you want to portray yourself. As long as you ain't out here fucking. Yeah. Niggas. And I just feel like this is, I feel like let this be an important message to Anybody that's in a relationship, anybody who's married, always be yourself and don't lose yourself in your relationship. I say this all the time. Do not, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know Aisha. I don't know how she is now. I don't know how she was before Steph. I know they've been together since like college. Yeah. So it's like, she's pretty much been with one person for like years and years and years. She probably just, she, I mean, obviously I feel like she was in she was in a relationship during her fundamental years of like finding you, herself yes, and figuring out the type I of always, woman that she is. And I feel like she probably took on that persona because she felt like that's what she had to be, um, being with someone who is such a high profile person. Right. But I don't agree because I feel like it's plenty of women again who are in high profile relationships and they still sexy and they still are who they are. Right. And, and they men still love them the same. And that's what I'm saying. And they saying. still take care of their kids and they still do what they need to do as a mom and a wife, but they sexy. And that's what I feel like. And that's why they get hit on and you don't. And I'm not trying to be funny and I don't mean when I say a hoe phase, I'm not meaning you're around fucking a bunch of niggas, but I feel like the hoe phase is fundamental 
mental when growing up. Because it's necessary. It's definitely necessary because you get that feeling like you you can talk to your kids like, man, I used to be that bitch. All the niggas used to love me. All the niggas used to be on me. And Aisha's probably never felt that. And then also once you get in a relationship, you're not still craving that you're not still because cra- you've been there done it. Because you already done got it before. Yeah. Like, honestly, with me, like, when, when I get in a relationship, like, which I do every other day, I be like, bitch, I don't care about Child. these niggas. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't care about these niggas' attention. I, I swear to God, I don't. And I'm not going to sit up here and say I've gotten attention all my life because I haven't. But I definitely had a phase where I was just doing this and dating this person, texting this person, you know, like doing what the fuck I'm supposed yeah. to do, getting attention and enjoying it. Yeah. So now it's just like, girl, and Aisha, let me tell you something. Getting attention from these niggas, these niggas is not what you thinking that it is. It's cool, but who the fuck cares? You have a millionaire husband who loves you. You got what the fuck we all trying to get. Bitch, we can trade. You want these niggas' attention? Baby, we can trade any moment now. Because I'll take your millionaire husband in your life. Over all of these whack-ass niggas and their attention. Yes, that's what I'm saying, because attention is just that. Now, like I said, I do get it, because everybody wants to feel wanted. But I feel, personally, it comes back down to Steph. And obviously, I just feel like he's not doing enough to make his wife feel a little more secure. Now, security comes within yourself. You can't look for outside people to do that. But as a partner, these these are things that you have to work through. She's yeah. had three kids, like, back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never had a kid, but, you know, I know people that have had kids. They'd be like, man, I just don't feel sexy anymore. I don't feel yeah. attractive anymore. So I'm sure after three kids, you start looking at your body's changing. You look different. You're getting older. So it's like, well, maybe she should get a mommy makeover. I don't think she need no makeover. I think her nigga needs to gas her up and pump her up. That's no, what but she I don't needs. mean a makeover like that. I just mean maybe she needs to like change up her style or something. You she know needs what to I let mean? them titties out and let that ass yeah, out. Yeah, that's saying. what I'm saying. She need like a little mommy makeover. Like maybe go, maybe change your little style. And not style only that, up. I think she needs some girlfriends. Switch friends. it up. I feel like she's definitely very consistent. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being consistent with your style, but I just feel like that's boring. Why you can't do both? I feel like she needs some girlfriends too. You don't think she have girlfriends? I don't, I don't ever see, you know, you'll see a random picture of like fucking Solange in the club turning up and having a good time and She's married. You know what I'm saying? But like, I feel like she does have girlfriends, but I feel like she has other probably girlfriends that have the same type of mental as her. True, but bitches, go out and get fucked up and have fun. Go sit at a table, get a fucking VIP But section. that's not really becoming of a married woman who's Who? in a high-profile relationship. Bitch, Oh, Solange, Solange, you just told me Solange was in the club twerking on a nigga. She was. Live your life, sis. You get one life. That don't necessarily mean you sucking his dick. Go have fun. Facts. I agree with you, but I'm just saying, I feel like also, too, being in the, like, entertainment industry and being an athlete's wife is just kind of different. Yeah, it is kind of different, but like I it's said. different it, standards placed up on you, honestly. It is different standards. Because Solange is Solange. But her nigga is... Her nigga is Solange nigga. Right. But Honestly. but what I'm saying is, like you said earlier, if that's what she wants to do. She's Steph, Steph Curry wife. Steph, but Steph should love you regardless. If you want to go out and have a good time and enjoy yourself, we're all humans at the end of the day. So if you feel like you're unhappy because you're trying to live up to this standard, 
fuck these people. As long as you're happy and your man is happy, do what the fuck you want to do, bitch. If you want to go out and have a good time with your girlfriends and then be drunk as fuck and come home and suck Steph dick till the skin fall off, bitch, you need to do that shit. You gonna be the reason. You about to uh, get this lady in some trouble. No, I'm not. Yeah. You, gonna be the, you uh, think you gonna be Steph, the reason for her divorce? You don't think Steph going out to, the, to you? You don't think Steph not going to the club having fun? You have to have a life outside I'm of your partner. I'm not saying she don't have to have a life outside of her partner, but I'm sorry, and it's just my personal opinion. You married with three fucking kids. Now you do not need to be out at the club getting fucked up. Now you do need to add some excitement to your life. But being out at the club well, okay, and motherfucking well, sections with no, your no, girlfriends saying, getting fucked up, that is not... No, no, I'm not saying that like necessarily, oh, go to the local Medusa, bitch. But I'm saying, bitch, if y'all want to go to fucking Bali and go to the club and be out of town and turning up and... Do that shit. Well, yeah, that's different. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you said with her girlfriends. Yes, with her girlfriends. Absolutely. Bitch, no. Yes, go out with your girls and have a life. And let me tell you something. Aisha, if you walk, if you go to, out of town, bitch, you can go to fucking Europe. And you go to the club and y'all having a good time. I'm not saying be sloppy And she drunk. don't get photos. And you, you know what I'm saying? You, you go to a low-key spot, get fucked up with your girls. I guarantee you, you're going to get all the fucking attention, baby. Go your ass out of town, out the country, and have you a little trip and get it out your system. Now, don't suck no dick now. Lex P ain't tell you to suck no dick. Girl. look, if you lose your nigga, I'm coming for him. <laughs> I did as fuck. <laughs> but no, I just, I don't know. I just feel like they just need, it's just definitely a conversation that needs to be had. In that relationship, it's up your game up, bro. Your 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 woman is out here not feeling wanted. Well, this definitely should be a wake up call for him. Absolutely, that she done went on. He should the red table talking. Said I'm this. embarrassed for him. Are you? I'm not embarrassed for her because, like I said, I never invalidate a woman's feelings because that's one thing I hate when men do. They always look at us for making comments. They'll be like, "Oh my god, all you women are hoes and." Why would you feel this way? Instead of being like trying to understand why we feel that mm -hmm. way. They always want to say you're stupid for feeling this way right. rather than trying to understand why we feel that way. Mm -hmm. That's the number one problem I feel like have been in a lot of relationships because mm -hmm. you're always trying to invalidate the other person's feelings instead of trying to understand. Mm -hmm. So I feel like outside of everybody, you know, including us and our, our little two cents and yeah. our little two cents in, I don't think the one thing I hope that Steph doesn't do is listen to everybody and kind of get on her ass about it. I really hope he sits down with her and tries to understand why she feels that way so she can feel comfortable enough to talk to him about it. Because at the right. end of the day, now I do feel like she shouldn't have went on this major platform and said that. I feel like that's a conversation she could have with her friends or her nigga. But then let's look at it like this too. How do we know that they didn't even haven't talked about these before. They probably might have talked about it before. Like, it might not have been a surprise to him because we don't know what conversations are being had behind closed doors in their home. Right. But obviously, if they've had the conversation, the problem not fixed because she's still talking about it. Because she still ain't getting no motherfucking attention, bitch. <laughs> Step it That's up. why. Exactly. So, my personal opinion... Um, I don't think she's wrong for feeling that way. I definitely yeah, understand it. I feel like everybody wants to be wanted. Everybody wants to feel sexy. Everybody wants to just feel like they still got the juice. I don't care if you're 20 or you're 80. Everybody wants to feel like they're attractive to somebody. And I also feel like Steph needs to just make her feel a little better about herself. Yeah, I agree. I mean, his mom was there too, and she was kind of in agree. In agreeance, so I mean, shit, they all. I mean, even her little sister in law was yeah. there, they was all in agreeance, bitch. Because, like, you're at you're in the shadow of a major athlete, like, all she is 
not to me. I, you know, I respect her as Aisha Curry, but all she is to a lot of these niggas who watch sports is Steph's wife. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she's tired of that, you know, because at the end of the day, nobody says Offset's wife. It's Everybody fu- say Cardi B. It, it's fucking Cardi B. So that's why I say it's a little different for Cardi because she came up on her own name and, you know, Aisha's always been connected to him. Yeah. So I feel like it's a little deeper than just, oh, wanting outside attention. I feel mm-hmm. like she was probably happy that she even got booked to do Red Table Talk because they're like, oh, shit, somebody wants to talk to me, bitch. I don't feel that way because at this point, she used to getting interviewed and stuff like that. Not that much, bitch. Not that much, but I'm saying at this point in her marriage and with who her husband is, I don't think she be like geeks that people want to interview she, her. Bitch, she be geeked for any attention. The girl you know is what? crying for you know help. The girl is crying for help so let us know how y'all feel about the Aisha and Steph Curry situation yes. so um I wanted to talk about this next topic <laughs> because I was having a conversation with somebody and we were basically talking about you know like dating a guy and them courting you which everybody knows me and Dre alike and you know when they're like doing a lot going out of your way going out of their way to take you on dates Mm -hmm. picking you up treating you you know maybe even take you on a trip or two yeah and y'all ain't fucked yet and the niggas like bitch it's time to get that pussy up Mm -hmm. i done took you on about five or six dates i done took you out of town like so do you ever feel pressure or when do you feel like bitch okay it's time to get that pussy up I rarely ever feel that way. I rarely ever feel pressured to give the pussy up. I be feeling like, shit, I'm going to give you this shit when I'm good and motherfucking ready. It's probably only been like maybe two times in my life that a nigga had just did an overwhelming amount of things for me or we was fucking with each other for a significant amount of time and I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go ahead and give it up. But otherwise, I feel like you give a nigga some pussy when you ready. It's your pussy. You own it. True. I do agree with that. I do. But, I, you know I always got a butt, bitch. I know. I just feel like sometimes, now me, I'm the type of person, I'm going to fuck you when I'm ready. I'm the same way. I am going to fuck you when I'm ready. But sometimes I feel like, now let me say this. I don't ever give a nigga the pussy when I'm not ready. But I do be in the back of my mind thinking like, okay, nigga, like you've done a lot. You, you've earned the pussy. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes niggas have definitely earned the pussy and I'll be like okay it's time for me to give it up like you've earned it like, so what are the requirements for earning the pussy though different niggas get different shit some niggas you know what I'm saying some niggas I don't even want nothing from them I just be wanting to fuck you know but some niggas I'm like okay I know how you be moving and you I know what you've been doing for other bitches and stuff so nigga you gonna have to come the fuck on with it you know what yeah. I'm saying so I think it just depends on the person it depends on the vibe as well but I definitely feel like Sometimes I'd be like, okay, bitch, he's definitely, it's time to give up the pussy, bitch. Yeah, I don't know, because with me, like, niggas be, niggas will take you on a date and feel like, take you on one date and feel like you're supposed to get him some pussy. No, I'm not going to lie. You ain't about to get no pussy from me for taking me on no date. Like, what, but what if he flies you to, like, what if y'all fly to, I don't know, London, and he takes you shopping? Mm-hmm. Did he earn the pussy yet? First date, London, shopping. It depends on how we vibe, even still. Because I done had niggas do nice shit for me, done bought me shit, done flew me somewhere. Not never to London or no shit like that, but I done had niggas fly me somewhere, and we had fun, and they bought me shit, and I still didn't get him no pussy because I was not motherfucking ready. Right. I don't give a fuck. You not about, you can do all that you want to do. You not about to pressure me into giving you no pussy right, because I, I might not even that. like you like that. And if you decided you that liked you... liked him enough to get that bag. 
I don't give a, I didn't ask you to buy it though. Because one thing about me too, I don't really ask niggas to buy me shit. Majority of the material things that I've gotten from men, I've never asked them to buy it. And shit like that. So it's like if you bought me something, you bought it because you thought that because you bought that shit, you, you was about to get some pussy. pussy. Yeah. And that's one thing. So your man said you just got finessed out of two thousand dollars and you ain't getting no pussy. Cause I don't do things for me because you thinking it oh, this gonna get me some pussy. And that's don't what a lot that. of niggas do. So that's why I never feel pressured to give them something and I say this all the time. When especially if you fucking with a nigga who has money. A nigga buying you some shit and doing shit for you is a very small price to pay to get some ass from you. Him giving you $10,000, even $20,000, if he has a bank account with another $80 million in it, what is giving you $20,000 to get some ass? And he might not even talk to you next week because it's not nothing. Right. So you should never give up no pussy until you're ready. Until you're because ready. Because all you gonna, you gonna feel, you, even if he give you $10,000 or whatever, and say you really like the nigga, you like, oh, he gave me $10,000 and you give him some pussy and you thinking in your head, oh, this about to go somewhere, we about to fuck around. Around, but he only did that because he wanted to fuck and he know that's what he needed to do. He not going to be fucking with you and yeah, you got your little bag up, but you still going to feel used and right. you going to feel a certain type of way. No, I definitely, no, I definitely do agree with that because like I said, going back to um, what you said kind of earlier, it's like niggas do things with not the necessarily good intentions. Like, I guess once I feel like you're spending time with me because you just like being around me, you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, okay, bitch, this nigga really fucking with you. Like, it's time to get a pussy up. But it's like, with niggas, like, you never really know, bro. Because niggas will fuck with you. Like, I, it's, I've been in the situation where I made a nigga wait a long ass time. And it's like, we had sex, but it was just like, as soon as we had sex, things changed. Not on just his end, but on my end as well. But just because the dick wasn't good. But I will say it's like you never, you never freaking know. Cause like if a nigga got other hoes that he fucking with, at one point he might just get, well, I just want to conquer this bitch just to say I did it. Cause she playing hard to get. And it's like right. a nigga will do that shit for three, four months. Then you fi he finally get the pussy and he stop fucking with your ass. Amen. And that's again, why you should never feel pressed to give a nigga some pussy because it's like, just do that shit when it feels natural and it feels organic. Like stop putting pressure on yourself to give a man something because he gave you something. That's one thing I feel like I could say. And I'm always honestly speaking from a real place when I say it, cause I don't never feel pressure to give no nigga shit. I done had niggas do shit for me and didn't never get no pussy. Right. Because you don't deserve it. I, and I'm not feeling you like that. Right. I, and nine times out of 10, I didn't ask you for what you gave me. You just gave it to me. Mm -hmm. because that's what you wanted to do because you was doing it in pursuit of getting what you wanted and right. you didn't get what you want so now you feel played because a lot of the same niggas they'll you'll stop fucking with them like they'll do some shit for you you don't give them no pussy they get mad and you don't be fucking with them no more then they always try to come back because one thing about a nigga if he don't get no pussy he gonna keep coming back until he get that shit for sure for sure he gonna keep coming back until he get that shit right i definitely Okay, and that's that. just serious. Like I said, I, I'm being 100% honest in my opinion. I agree with Dre 100%, but I will say I have felt pressured to give a nigga some pussy before. I've I, I, and I've no, I have. And I and I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with y'all. I keep it real with my poor minds family. I have given in because I feel like, damn, okay, well he's done this and he's done that. And sometimes it blossoms into something great, and sometimes it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? But as I do get older and I learn, 
I'm gonna do that shit whenever I am ready. Yeah, just do it whenever you ready. Cause I don't know. I just feel like it's really not no politics when it comes to this shit. It's just do it when you fucking ready. And if you're doing it because you feel pressured, it ain't even. I don't feel like it's even gonna be a good experience because the time that I did have sex with dude because I felt pressure, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. You wasn't like into because it. I wasn't ready. Right. But it was good after that. Right. You know what I mean? But it, it wasn't good that time because I felt pressure and I was doing it to make the nigga happy. And that's one thing, hopefully the guys listening, y'all will take in as well. Um, please stop pressuring these ladies to have sex when they're not ready just because you feel like, um, just because you feel like, oh, I've done this and I've done that for her and uh, it's time for you to give up that ass. They feel that pressure. The sex is not going to be great. Let it be organic. If you fucking with her like that, keep fucking with her until she's ready. And if she's not ever ready, then just move move around. And ladies got to stop feeling so fucking impressed by small shit. Like a nigga take you on a date. Say you not somebody who go to Ruth Chris all the time. Are you not used to eating that ocean not there? Ruth Chris. I, she got, bitches got Ruth Chris pussy, bitch. What you mean? <laughs> I'm just laughing at somebody going to Ruth Chris for dinner and being like, oh, bitch, I got to give up the pussy. He's but you laughing, but it's bitches out there like that because it's a lot of I bitches who not, I believe it because, I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know what type of bitches you be running into and done been around. I done been around some bitches who be impressed by going to Ruth Chris. Bitch, that salmon must have been and real good. And having a $500 tab because they don't normally eat at places like that. Or a nigga taking somebody shop, taking a girl shopping and he buy you a bag and you like, oh, I'm not, maybe your first designer bag or whatever, you not used to getting that shit. Girls be feeling impressed and they be like oh I'm gonna give him some pussy right. bitch he did that for two other hoes last week cause he got money mm-hmm. and he got some pussy from them too he gonna be okay Ooh, bitch you better speak to him girl I'm just saying a nigga gonna be okay ladies understand if just cause you ain't giving a nigga no pussy he's so, still getting some pussy trust, somebody giving him trust some pussy and believe. And honestly, and for I'm, less or more and that's what I'm saying honestly that's why I'm. I, that's what the point I'm at right now it's kinda like I know if I'm not giving you no pussy, nigga, you still getting some pussy. So you'll be a-okay. As long as we still good and we can still go at my pace and having fun and enjoying each other company. Because you probably just had your dick wet before you got on this motherfucking day. Ooh, you probably went home, took a quick shower. Girl, I, I swear, it just niggas be so funny. Like You, can you tell, never know. You, you, but It's like you never know, but you can kind of tell. Like when a nigga has a certain pattern of how y'all fuck around and all of a sudden like he'll disappear for a day or something. A bitch like me already be knowing. Like you already know because these niggas be sneaky, but they really not. They think they sneaky. They niggas they is are. dumb. <laughs> Bitches is way smarter than niggas. That's why I always be stressing. Like ladies, we have the upper hand and pussy run everything. You are the fucking prize. These niggas want the pussy. Make that nigga wait if that's what you want to do. Amen. Even if he spends 20 bands, make him wait, sis. Well, 20 bands. We <laughs> negotiate. Mm. Not me. Not I'm if kidding, I ain't feeling you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so what what else, what else we got up next, little drug? Okay, okay. Get, hold on. Before I go there, just let us know what y'all think about. if Ladies, have y'all ever felt the pressure to give up the pussy? And fellas, do y'all feel like after I've done a certain amount, bitch, you owe me some pussy? Right. Okay, so go ahead. Okay, so I seen a tweet earlier, mm-hmm. and the tweet basically has said, like, um, I'm not about to date. 
it was from a female and she was like, I'm not about to date no nigga for more than five years and he haven't proposed. At this point, I just feel like it's a waste of your time. I'm done. So I want to know y'all opinions, well, your opinion, obviously, on how long do you think you should be dating somebody before y'all take it to the next step, whether it be um being like y'all dating casually and you ready to take it to an exclusive relationship or y'all been in a relationship for a certain amount of time and you ready to get married or y'all been in a relationship and you ready to have a kid or whatever the case may be like when is it when is when is it too long and you ready to take it to the next step are you gone okay so i'm gonna be fair and i'll say i'm gonna say this from two point of views because from my point of view at this age being what I want personally, I'm not necessarily pressured to have kids or to get married, so I don't really look at things like that. But for, like, women, like, in their 30s, in their early 30s, I feel like if that's what you want, you don't need expect, you don't need to waste more than a year or two. Like, honestly. Being in your... 100%, if, I'm if, with if you're you, in your late, If you're in your early 30s, late 20s, and your goal is to get married and have kids, after two years, it needs to be a discussion that yeah. needs to be had. But, from the men's point of view now, we just said, don't let no nigga pressure you out no pussy. Well, these niggas not letting these women pressure them out of a ring well, or out me, of a baby. Thanks, so, but, it's the same shit. No, but let me get y'all some game. Because I done had a conversation with more than a few men who have told me within the first year of dating a woman, you know whether or not you want to marry her or you want to have kids with her or you want, or you see yourself having something and having like a long relationship right. or whatever with the person. Like niggas always tell me that you know. Yeah, and I 100% agree because I done met a few niggas who within the first couple months, I want you to have my baby. Right, but, I, I'm, but I'm saying you can know but not necessarily be ready. Like, me, I know I'm going to give a nigga some pussy. I'm just not ready If yet. a nigga say he ready to marry you, if he says it and you're not pressing him, or if he say, I want you to have my baby and you're not pressing him, he's ready. Not necessarily. A nigga can, <laughs> okay. a nigga can know this is going to be my wife, but that he's not ready to get married. But I don't, and I don't, and honestly, I don't feel like he's going to say that until he's ready. Most men are not even going no, to I'm say not, that to I'm you. not saying that he's saying it to her, but I'm saying you said niggas know within the first year. Yes. So a nigga can know in the back of his mind, yeah, this is going to be my wife, but I'm not ready yet. So okay. I'm going to just wait till I'm ready. Right. But I'm saying, ladies, keep in mind that after a year, he probably knows. So I'm saying that's something for you to keep in the back of your mind. Right, right. That after a year or two, this nigga know, and he might just be stringing you along. One of my homegirls was dating somebody. Like, well, she just stopped talking to the guy. Um, he's kind of like, I guess you could say a high profile person, but he's not as relevant as he used to be. He was in a relationship with somebody else that's very high profile for four years and she wanted to have a kid with him mm. and he wasn't ready to have a kid with her. And my friend asked him, well, why didn't you? And then she got out of the relationship, maybe like six to eight months later, had a baby with her new nigga. Mm -hmm. And my friend was like, well, why wasn't you ready to have a kid with her? And he was like, well, I already knew after the first year of dating her that that's not what I wanted. Right. So what's the point? And, and so she was like, well, what's the point in like dragging somebody along in a relationship if you know that you don't see yourself being with them. And he was like, well, because, I mean, I loved her, and I wasn't just ready to start fucking with somebody else yet, but I knew that I was never going to marry her and have a kid with her. So at the end of the day, with knowing it, and that's fucked up, these niggas going to waste your time if you allow them to. Yeah, the, Don't I allow no nigga to waste your time. But, I mean, there's also people, like, I know somebody that I went to high school with. They were, and he's a high-profile athlete, and they were dating for eight years, and nobody ever thought they were going to get married. And he actually married her, and they're still together. My thing 
thing is, though, you but I don't have eight years to wait to see whether or not you're going to marry me or not. I just feel like it's also dependent on if it's important to you. Like, if it's important to you, no, bitch. That, I mean, that's cool that that worked out for her, but being having kids, number one, is important to me. Right. Marriage is more secondary to me. Right. But if I'm with a nigga and after a certain amount of time, you're not trying to have a baby, I'm gone. Right. I don't have time to be waiting around hoping that in two, three more years, you're going to be ready to have a kid because then what if you're not? What if you decide to break up with me in another year because you like, okay, I'm tired of these bitch and you ready to break up with me. I just wasted two, three years in a relationship with you when I could have been doing some other shit right. and been in a situation so, that was more so let me ask you this. So, what if you're dating somebody for a year? You finally like, okay, so I kind of want to have a baby now. Okay. Like, what are we doing? He's like, I definitely want to have your baby, but not right now. Well, I would never say that to no guy. I'm not, I'm not, we're talking hypothetically. Okay. If you had a conversation with a nigga and you told him that, and he said he let you know, like, yeah, I want to, I want to marry you. I want to have your kid, but not right now. Like, maybe in like three or four years. I would be like, okay, that's cool. Um, so this has been real. Thank you for your time. <laughs> and, um, I wish you the best. I fucking did. Why? I mean, it's I no secret. It's, it shouldn't be no secret to you as my best friend. And it sure shouldn't like, be no secret to our listeners at this point that I am not a woman who is afraid to let a nigga know no, what I want. It's not being afraid. It's not being afraid. And I don't like wasting know. my time. But I just feel like it's kind of like the same. You don't feel like that kind of puts pressure on people? Why would it put pressure on you? Because I'm not about to tell you that. I'm not about to get into a relationship with a nigga and be like, oh, I want to have a kid in the next year. Oh, I feel like we need so to what be if, married okay, in four so or five years. Okay, so what if you've years. been dating a guy for a year and he never brings up kids? You just never going to bring it up? I feel like within the first year, we need to have a baby already. But point. what if he doesn't bring it up and he's like, no. We're How not. we, I mean, if we, if we trying and I'm letting you nut in me, I mean, what, why wouldn't we? I'm just saying like, what, and then, okay, say you get pregnant. He's like, I'm not ready for a kid. Like, I don't want this baby. Well, I'm still about to have my baby. <laughs> but that's what I'm it saying. It don't matter if you're not ready. So, it doesn't happen. You shouldn't have been shooting my club. But up. what I'm saying is it's a conversation that needs to be had. I don't period. feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had because you know what type of time niggas is on. I done been in situations with niggas where they didn't never talk to me about having a kid. I done been in situations with niggas where they told me within the first three or four months, like, yeah, I would want you to have my baby. Right. I or I want you to have my baby. Right. And so I already knew what type of time they right, are. but you can't expect every guy to be like well, that. Well, I expect niggas that I fuck with to be that way. I'm only speaking for me. Right. So what I'm saying is what if you meet somebody he doesn't talk about kids at all? I'm not going to meet nobody like that because I haven't yet. And maybe that's just the type of niggas that I attract, but they just always let me know what the fuck they want within the beginning of the situation or within the first year or so. And then I make the decision to consciously keep fucking with them or not. Period. Mm. That's, but that's just my personal experience. Right. Well, I just feel like this. I feel like I agree with you as far as not wasting your time. Definitely don't waste your time. But at the same time, if somebody tells you, if you have, if you decide to have a conversation with somebody about marriage or kids and they tell you that they're not ready, just take that for what it is and do as you want. Right. Either leave or stay and wait it out or whatever you want to do. But if somebody tells you they're not ready, do not put that pressure on and them. You can't be that'll mad. Run, yeah, because you can't be mad because... I feel like that'll run people off because if a nigga tell me, I've had niggas tell me, you know I don't want kids. I had a nigga 
I was on the phone with this nigga I used to talk to this weekend. He just was calling me all week. He was like, Lex, I swear to God, I put this on my daddy, my daddy's grave, bitch. I put this on my nephew. This nigga was like, you need to have my fucking baby. Do you know how much money you would have? You would be set for life. You know how much money I made just last in the last three months? Just telling me just, you know, just talking all that shit. But it's just like, I don't want kids. There's nothing you can do to convince me of that. And I'm not going to waste your time and be like, oh, I'll think about it. Just yeah. About it. I don't want no fucking kids. So it actually makes me mad Makes me mad when I talk to this person because it's like, why are you always trying to pressure me about having a baby? This makes me, and as cool as we are, it makes me not want to talk to you at all because every time you talk to me, you're like, why don't we just have a baby? Why I'm ready for kids and you're, you're the person that I, cho- like I'm the chosen one. I don't want your baby. Go choose another one. So right. for, for vice versa for men, I feel like that can run men off as well. Because I feel like this situation, it's, it's not really common, but it does happen for niggas to be like, give me my, give me my fucking child. Give me my fucking child. But for the most time, for the most part, it is women asking for the marriage and asking for the baby. Yes. And I feel like you never need to pressure no need. Like I said, you're going to know. I don't know. That's just how I feel. I feel like you're going to know if a nigga wants that from you. Right. Because if that's what he want, trust and believe when a man know what he want, he don't have no problem letting it be known what he wants. That's one thing about men. When they want something, they going to say it. Right. If they don't want it, they not going to say it. Right. That's just, it's very simple when it comes to them in that aspect. Right. So if a man is not talking to you about those type of things, or y'all two, three years into a relationship and he has not started, he hasn't said anything about oh, marriage. Oh, bitch, so that's different. Two, three years? I do feel like, like you said, I do agree with what you said as far as, okay, if that's something that you really want and you get into a situation with a dude and you feel like it's about to be sick. But I feel like you don't even need to have a conversation like that with a man until y'all ex- like exclusively dating, honestly. Well, honestly, like, y'all going on a date or two you could ask him do you have kids do you want to have kids but to have like an in-depth conversation about I'm not gonna it lie. I've had, I've, i feel like I that's kind of strange no I, I have in-depth conversations and i'm not but saying, i'll ask on yeah, the first date like do you have kids yeah. or do you want to have kids uh, that's definitely a conversation i have and sometimes like if we if we're in a good conversation it does get into a deep conversation yeah. like Oh, I grew up in this type of family, so this is what I want. This is the type of dad or this type of mother I'm going to be. I don't think there's anything weird with that, but it lets me know your goals. Not necessarily with me, but it knows what you want out of relationships. So right. I can let you know right now, well, baby, that ain't me. Now, if a nigga say, shit, I want a girl um, I can get money with, I can, um, you know, travel the world with, like, shit, and I'm your, I'm your bitch. Right. But if you're talking about, like, marriage and babies, I mean, it's not necessarily out the door. It's possible, but yeah. it's shit that we got to handle before we even think about yeah. marriage and babies. Thanks. Like, it's shit that I want to do before I even think about putting a ring Things on my like that. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, uh, but that is a good conversation to start off with. I think, I think that it's cool. It's like I said, because when you go on a first date with somebody, you're trying to get to know them. You know what I mean? You picking their brain because you want to see if I even want to waste my time going on the second date. With right. Because some people don't have good conversations. Because I'm not going to lie. If I went on a date with a dude on the first day and I asked him, do you have kids? And he was like, yeah, but I don't want no more. Or no, I don't want to have kids. Well, I know I'm not going on another date with you because I'm right. not about to try to convince you to have no baby because right. I know that's what I want. And you already have told me that that's not what you want. Right. So I do think it's important to maybe say something about it in the beginning if that's something that's important to you but to pressure a dude no and if y'all two years into a relationship and he's vocalized that he does want to get married and that he does want to have kids and you don't feel like y'all moving towards that mm-hmm. bitch i'm out right here no, i'm not about to waste my time and see i guess with me it's a little different because i feel like 
Because maybe he just don't want to have kids with, with you, you yeah. or marry you if he says that that's what he wants, but he haven't tried to make no progression to that point. I feel like for me it's a little different because I might tell somebody, but I always, I'm vocal about that. I say, no, I don't want kids. Marriage is not necessarily something I'm pressured to do. But if the right person came along, I definitely would consider marriage and kids. Right. But it's not something like, bitch, I got to get married before I turn 33 and have kids before I turn 32. Mm-hmm. It ain't something, but can, could I be convinced and could a nigga like change? A nigga could come tomorrow and sweep me on my feet and I'd be like, Drea, bitch, I'm moving to Timbuktu and I'm having three kids. I'm gone. I'm shit be like so that. excited for the juniors. Shit, shit like that. I mean, not necessarily that it does happen, but it, it can. I'm very open-minded when it comes yeah. to stuff like that. I'm not just stuck on no, but I just feel like the way my dating life is and the way these niggas are is not happening. Right. So, let us know how y'all feel. Y'all put, like, a time stamp on, you know, having kids and, you know, getting married. Do you feel like you can change a nigga mind? Or do you feel like you can change a person's mind? Or are you just kind of like, shit, they tell me I'm out the door. One year and I'm out. You got one year to impress me. So, the next thing I want to talk about is a problem that I have. Ooh. I have this really, really big problem. I think this is why... I kind of used to serial date. I kind of still serial date. I'm really not right now at the moment. Mm -hmm. Like, I really just be chilling right now. I think it's because I'm just so focused on everything I have going on. But usually, when I am in my dating mood, bitch, bitch, I'm fucking dating. Okay. And the reason being is because I get turned off so easily. Mm -hmm. Like, so easily. But as I'm getting older, the pickings are getting fucking slim, bitch. Absolutely. Fucking slim. So, do you think as the older we get, we don't need to be so picky and getting turned off so easily? No. I'm dead. So, what what is something that turns you off? Like, have, what's the most pettiest thing you've talked stopped talking to somebody for? Oh, you want to know what the pettiest thing? Yeah, like because sometimes it be petty shit. Why I stop fucking with a nigga? I told y'all before, like. I stopped. I, I went on one date with a nigga and he was laughing too hard at my jokes. So I never saw him again. And then you said you don't like niggas who wear open toe shoes. Ooh! So you would stop dating a nigga for that. Bro, I told y'all I went on a date, a blind date. You didn't tell that, them that, I don't think. Well, if I didn't tell y'all this story, my homegirl killer, fuck you, set me up on a blind fucking date, nigga. She was like, bitch, get dressed up. He's this, he's that, he's gonna take you here and there. Nigga showed up in some Gucci sandals, bitch, no socks. But he was also Nigerian. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. I hate, first of all, if you know me, you know I fucking hate feet. I don't wanna see your fucking toes. Me and Kellen talked about this. Shout out to Lil Kellen. I said, a nigga showing me his toes in the beginning of our relationship is the equivalent of me showing you my booty hole on the first date. What? Yes. Are you serious? It's so personal. I do not wanna see your fucking feet. I did. No, bitch. I hate feet and I don't want to see them shits. So on the first date, on the first date, your toes is out. And y'all know niggas be having that big toe and it be crusty in the corner. Wait, that's really no, petty. No, it's not petty. That I is. don't want to see your feet. Why? I actually prefer to... I, if I if I went on a date with a guy and he had on some Gucci slides, I would actually be like happy because I get to see what your feet look like. Cause I don't like niggas who got ugly ass feet. I, I want to see your feet before I start liking you. If you dead. always got on socks and shoes, bitch, something wrong. I just feel like I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be like, oh, they ain't athletes, but you know, like my because I like to rub my niggas' feet and shit. So. I mean, I guess one of my like know. most serious boyfriends was like. He was an athlete, so bitch, his feet was fucked up. 
like fucked up, but it didn't bother me because I don't like it. It bothers me. I don't want to see your feet. I don't want to, but honestly, I never talked to him after that because I'm like, why is your toes out, nigga? Have some shame. But it bothered me because I just be thinking about laying in the bed with you. We cuddling and you ain't got no socks on. And if your foot touched me, bitch, as long as I'm a not pressing, as long as I'm not looking. Even you, you would be okay with the black toenail touching? I don't care. Oh, baby, fuck. I, I'm no. not looking at it. I'm not looking. I do not want to see bitch, your feet. No. I'm not saying that it's okay. But, I mean, if I love you, I'm going to deal with it. Because, bitch, my titties hang to the flow. You're going to deal with that shit. Everybody, no, they don't. Everybody has their flaws is what I'm saying. You is fucking stupid. <laughs> but I just feel like that's petty. I don't know. I'm trying to think. What's the pettiest reason that I stopped talking to somebody? I don't feel like I stopped talking to guys for petty reasons. I don't know, sister. I, I stopped talking to niggas for reasons like, oh, we go on a date. Then I find out you don't got a car. <laughs> <laughs> that's or, not petty. I know. That's in, what I'm saying. In Atlanta, you cannot be in Atlanta without a car. Right. I I stop talking to niggas for reasons like that, or like I come to your place and I live in a place that's better than yours. I stop talking to niggas. Oh my you. god, Jeraya. <laughs> or I find out I make more money than you. <laughs> okay. I stop talking to lie. you for shit like that, but I'm, I'm not about to stop dating you for stuff like. I want to date a nigga. I make shoes. more money, man. Right. I don't think no woman does. I'll agree with you on that. So I would stop dating guys for shit like that, but I don't really have like petty ass reasons. Because all the reasons that I would stop dating somebody, like physically, like as far as like your teeth, your feet being fucked up, that shit that I can already see. The fact that you ain't got no swag, I can see that shit. Oh my God. Your hairline fucked up, I can see that. So I'm not going to stop talking to you for that because I can see that on the first date and I'm just not going to hit you up no more. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was dating this guy one time. He took his pants off. He had a fatter ass than me. <laughs> but you couldn't see that through the pants? No, because he was wearing, like, pants that was like, bitch, he looked like Buffy the body when he <laughs> took the clothes off. I was so mad. Not Buffy, bitch. He hitting it from the back, my ass clapping, your his ass, ass clapping. It was a lot of clapping. <laughs> bitch, it was disturbing. Like, but that's what I'm saying. There's some things I wish I wasn't like that. I feel like sometimes I'll be my... I might pass up on a good guy because I'm so fucking... I do well, like, I definitely think that is a reason why you would pass up on a good guy. That's ridiculous. What, a fat ass? No, bitch. The fucking shoes. Yes. That's childish. That's not... Chi- no, the shoes were okay, but why do you have your toes out on a first date? Why can he not? Didn't you have yours? I wasn't in summertime. I mean, I had... But I had on some heels. So bitch. you can let your toes breathe, but he can't. I'm a woman. So you can let your... I can see if he had heels. On, then that would be an issue. No, because the thing is, I'm a woman. We wear open-toed heels. I don't want to see my nigga in flip-flops, period, unless we on the beach. First of all, they were not flip-flops, y'all. They were slides. Ugh. House shoes, if you will. Well, are we in the house, my nigga? No. The child was about to go back to it. No, and we saw <laughs> for this, bitch. I got my food to go. Bitch, I ordered like three hookahs, two bottles, bitch, and I got my food not built. Bitch, I'm dead. I just feel like, but back to your question, the question at hand, like, I definitely don't feel like just because you're getting older, you need to settle. At the end of the day, you know what you want. Well, not settle. I say not be so picky about something. But if you're not being picky and you're not really getting what you want, that's settling. So I should... So you're saying that if a nigga wears his toes out, I have the right to leave. Absolutely, but I'm telling you as your friend that that's a petty-ass reason to stop fucking with a nigga. But if that's what, if that's how you feel, if you don't like niggas that show their feet, and that nigga always showing his feet, nigga, bye. Right. I feel like it's okay if we're in the house. Like, if we're in the house, like, 
Wait, no, let me take that back though. If we're but as long as he got some money, he can wear his toes out all he fucking wants. If we're in the house chilling, I think it needs to be like at least a few weeks we've been dating before I see the feet. I gotta see your feet. I wanna see your feet with it. I be asking niggas to see their feet. Like, I hung out with this dude this past week. We was chilling. I said, Can I see your feet? <gasps> oh, oh, wait. And then it wasn't his feet ugly? No, that was neighbor <laughs> bag. That was neighbor bag. Oh my god, I can't believe he showed you his feet when he knew he had terrible feet. But I mean, because he lived, he living in his truth. He know they ugly, and I guess he felt like, well, bitch, you gonna see him, and either you gonna still fuck with me or you not. And you did, and I did, but now I don't. So, <laughs> so see, oh, I asked. So this was last week, though. I asked the dude. I said, "Can I see y'all?" Because I had on um open toe shoes. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "You have nice feet." I was like, "Thank you." I was like, "Can I see your feet?" And he took his socks off and showed them to me. See, yeah, I feel like... Because that's a deal breaker for me. Right. Like, I don't like niggas too. Because I feel like if you don't take care of your feet, like, what you take care of? I'm dead. Now, I do feel like, like I said, it's not that I don't have, I don't discriminate. I just don't want to see your feet. I'm just not a feet person, so... No, that's understandable. I feel like you, once you see my booty hole, then it's okay for me to see your feet. So, what's a major deal breaker for you, like, that you feel like, okay, so let's not talk about, like, petty reasons okay. why you feel like you're getting older and maybe you need to stop being so picky like what's the real reason that you feel like okay maybe i'm being a little picky with this but i feel like it's valid because that kind of that's not valid i mean i don't want to invalidate your feelings like you said you know that's not what we about however so i feel like what what is a deal breaker yes what is a something that's huge but you still kind of feel like okay maybe i can bend a little on this um, Honestly, well, I'll say this. It's for me, I'm doing things off of first impressions. So, like, when it's two things that I've started to look past height, I let that shit go. Because I'm a big bitch. Not, so you would date someone shorter than you? No, not shorter than me. I used to, you had to be like, if you wasn't over like 6'3, you weren't taking me on a date. Now I'm past that. Like, you can be my height or taller. Fellas, in case y'all haven't noticed, y'all don't have a chance with Lexi. No, no, no. So I that's something I got over. Cause ain't nobody taller than her. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a big bitch. Like I used like you had to be at least six three, but okay. I look past that. So that's something that I've worked past. But um, no, but that's still like I'm talking. That's not, that's petty still. Not petty, but that's something physical. That's all my shit is is physical. Oh, okay. Because well. I feel like no matter what kind of personality you got, bitch, I can talk to a brick wall. Okay, honestly. No. So, I mean, well, not. I can't date a nigga who, like, we don't vibe on something. Well, level. not. That's a deal breaker for yeah, me. Yeah, well, too. of course. Like, if we go on a date and I'm the one doing all the talking. Well, of course, that. Like, that's obvious. But I mean, like, I feel if somebody is shy, I can bring that out. Like, if somebody is shy, I can bring their personality out. Like, I. Have a good. What if you really don't want to? Though? Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. But sometimes I bring people's personality out, and I see, you know what? You cool as fuck. Like you're cool. And sometimes yeah. you bring them out, and you're like, okay, hold on. But there's something about me. I've I've told you this from the beginning of time. It's something about my personality. People just feel super comfortable around me, and they feel like they can be themselves. Yeah. Because I know I'm weird, and I have my moments. So I don't judge people. So. I do feel like it's never really a personality problem because I pretty much know if I'm going to mesh with you on the first date or not. But it's like physically, like when a nigga come up and, and holler at me, there are some things that I will turn you around. I'll be like, no, like this is not going to work. Like, And the thing is, I don't, I don't like niggas. I don't like flashy dressers. I don't like niggas that be trying to – I like my niggas a nice little Nike 
tech, please. I love me a flashy. Nigga. I like him in a. You better Nike. come on this day with that Givenchy. I mean, a little Givenchy shirt is cool. You know what I'm saying? You can have on some little Yeezys or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Some little. Oh, uh, <laughs> you better come on this day with all your chains the, on. The Zanatis. I love a nigga to knock remember me the, in, in my head with his chains bitch. while we fucking missionary. <laughs> bitch, you remember the Zanatis? The Zanatis. Remember? No, I don't. Okay, we'll, we'll talk later about the Zanatis. But, okay, can you can tell the story? No, though? I can't. Oh, oh. Remember, you don't remember the Zanatis? You was like them clown shoes. Oh, <laughs> yes. I didn't know they was Zanatis. Yes, I told you they were Zanatis. Sorry, y'all. We just had a Ooh. moment. But that's why I'm saying I don't like... I don't care if you have on name brand stuff. I just like something that looks good because I'm not a flashy dresser at and all. And it may like, look good, y'all. That's what I'm saying. I, I dress really, really plain. I dress what compliments my body. So I just like my nigga like in some shit that look like he swagged up. Like you can have on your little Nike, on your little Nike shorts, your Nike little pants and you know, something cute and some nice ass tennis shoes. Like that's good. That's all I need you in. Okay. I don't need you in all that extra shit. Like I don't like that shit. Didn't you say you dated a nigga that can't dress? <laughs> I have no, I definitely have. I, I I dated a nigga. He would have on a Gucci hat, a Givenchy shirt, uh, some freaking uh Zanotti boots, bitch. And but he just thought because he was designer down, he, he was fly. And that nigga used to be tacky as fuck. Yeah, well. tacky as fuck. So that's mm-hmm. why I say I like my niggas with simple style, like mm. Nike Nike Tech fleece. That's all I need you in, baby. Yeah, see, with me, it's more so personality things is reason why reasons why I, at this point in my life I'd be like mm, no I can't fuck with you like personality mentality and then financial stability bitch then would be the three bitch the financial thing is first for you I'm saying my top three. Oh, not in the I didn't never say I didn't <laughs> never say what come first I said the top three reasons okay okay so that's what I, I do feel like um, and I can't be in no nose I'm dead. So I don't feel like I'm being picky. I feel like that's what I want. Well, I do feel like I get turned off easy. But as I get older, I do feel like some of the things that I turn get turned off about, I need to stop doing that. Like the guy laughing at my jokes. You know, sometimes I do crack a funny J or two. But that's fucking lame, though. Yeah, To be laughing at every joke. I was like, oh, I'm a vegan. He was like, ah, ha, ha, a vegan. <laughs> I'm kidding. <I> <laughs> like opposites like physical i don't really care because i physically don't have a type anyone that knows oh, me will tell y'all no. that i physically don't have a type like no, i dated no. i've dated fine niggas i've dated some ugmas right. i mean to me they wasn't ugly but i mean to society they probably right. would be so i mean i, I don't mean, really have a type bitch, i done dated somebody that society thought was trash yeah that's like, what i'm saying like i've dated all type of guys so physically I don't have a type. Like I'll give anybody a chance as long as you not got some like, money. Yeah, as long as you got <laughs> and you funny. As long as you got some money, you can make me laugh, my nigga. We can make this work. And your breath don't stink. Yeah. And oh, and your teeth ain't yellow, and your toes ain't fucked up. I'm but dead. anything else we can work around. I feel like at this point, I'm trying to work around everything. And your dick, well. If you got some money, that money gonna make your dick a little better too, y'all. Don't listen to what she about to say. Nah, not if it's long and skinny. I'm dead. I'll say this, though. I think I do get turned off too easy. A lot of stuff is childish. So as I get older, I don't necessarily look at it like I'm settling. 
I just look at it like I need to give more people a chance and date outside the box because obviously what I've been dating, you know, hasn't worked it out. It hasn't the best, worked out. Working yeah. out the best for me. So sometimes I feel like I pass up on good guys because I'm being so fucking petty with, you know. Well, definitely if you see a nigga with some open toe shoes and you like, I'm not going to date him because he got on mm, open toe shoes. That's, that's something I have to work on. Yeah. I don't know because I'm not there yet. I'm there yet with like the like dressing i'm there i can like look past a little something because that you know as would long you, as you're not tacky would you I, date a nigga who had on some moccasins fuck <laughs> no first fuck no why not his toes covered bitch i would rather you have on flip-flops <laughs> than some fucking moccasins bitch the fuck i look like pocahontas remember berries Oh, hell, you and that's the nigga that wear some Bro, spares. if you niggas out there wearing spares, <laughs> please don't, don't even look my way. Or Toms. Man. What about Toms? No, fuck no. I need my niggas in some Nike, some Adidas. I like tennis shoes, like some Gucci. Some Zanotti's. No. <laughs> I just need you to, I like the little kind of, I don't know. I just like my nigga chill. Mm. I like niggas that wear chill shit, you know? Some cute little J's or something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some fitted pants. I feel nice you. Nice little fitted shirt. That's all I need you to wear. Like, I don't need that all that extra shit. I don't mm-hmm. like that shit. So put you on some J's, nigga. Some nice fitting pants, plain jeans, mm-hmm. and a nice little shirt. Get your little earrings in, and let's go. Okay. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, for the other shit, I've started to look past that. You know, height stuff, you know, little stuff. It's just baby stuff, but the toes... I don't need to see your feet. I don't care what they look like. I don't need to see them. I am dead. I, I like seeing people feed. Bitch, I'm fucking You let me know how much you take care of yourself. Your feeding your teeth tells me everything I need to know. Okay, so we going to get into the bed. Hey. The bed. Hey. The bed. The bed. So this kind of um goes into something that happened to me this past weekend. Um, I got really, 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 really fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. really, 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 really fucked up. Well, let me take that back. You got really, really fucked up. Yeah, I got really, really fucked up. And I was at my friend's house. It was, like, a whole bunch of us. Shout out to Lil' Jazz when they came in. Like, we was all over there fucked up. Mm-hmm. And it was some niggas over there and shit. And, like, bitch, I had to throw up. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody was there. And... This kind of, I just want to talk about when you have to throw up in front of people. It just made me think about like having drunk sex or if you ever chilling with a nigga and you have to throw up, like, what do you do? How do you, are you still fucking? Like, cause you know, when you have, when you've been drinking and you got to throw up, your gag reflexes are very, very, very short. Bitch. I know, yeah. You can set the dick on your tongue and you like, Hleh. yeah. Hleh. So have you ever had to throw up in the middle of sex or? Yes. Bitch, you answered that quick. Because I have. What? It only happened to me one time. But what? Yeah. Okay, so what happened? I was sucking dick and <gasps> I threw up. You threw up on his dick? Yeah, but it was like only a little bit. What did he say? Bitch, Nothing, because I just like, I was <gasps> <laughs> No, you didn't suck up the vomit, bitch. You a different type. I bet he's like, damn that mouth wet. <laughs> bitch probably had tacos and enchiladas all on that But it wasn't bitch. like that, obviously. Because it was that yellow throw up, huh? No, it was regular th- it was regular, but it wasn't a lie. It wasn't to the point that it like caused the scene, and he just really noticed. You know what I mean? But so I, you swallowed it. Yeah, you are a nasty bitch. <gasps> it didn't stink. No, because it wasn't that much, bitch. You and you trying to act like you don't know what I'm talking I about. Don't you know, know what you ta- you sure. know what I'm talking about when you throw up a little bit, like that, it's that, a little that pepper, that acid reflux. Yes, like it was just a little <laughs> bit of throw up, but I knew that I threw up, and I was like, oh shit. <gasps> 
Okay, see, now I've been in situations where but I was But it was like, still, like, embarrassing, and I just hurried, hurried up and, like, did it for, like, another two minutes, and I just got on top and rolled the dick because I was not about to keep sucking yeah. his dick because I knew if I kept doing it or tried to deep throw the shit, I was going to for real throw up. I'm not going to lie. First of all, like I said, we talked about this before, deep throating is a fucking skill. It's a sport. It is a fucking skill. That There's been times where I've been completely sober and I'm deep throating the dick and I'm like, bitch, I'm about to throw up. Yeah, even regular. So to be deep throating while you drunk, ladies, that's a fucking no-no. Don't do it unless you a fucking expert at it. I can't do it. But I've never thrown up while having sex. Thank God. But... I've, like, stayed the night at somebody's house before, and I'm like, damn, I got to throw up. And that's kind of embarrassing. Mm, not really. Yes, it is. No, you just run to the restroom. What do you do? I just get up out the bed and act like I got a fucking pee or a boo-boo. Oh, not boo-boo, a pee. I was about to say, bitch, you can't go boo-boo at a nigga crib. You can if he got seven bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not going to lie. I done snuck up and downstairs. To the good guest rooms, took a little. Long as he is as long. Now, if he got one bathroom, we got a problem. If you got one bathroom, you gotta go home. Cause it ain't no way to escape this shit. Nah. Cause what if what if right after you boo boo, he gotta go in there? Or what if the toilet don't flush, bitch? Oh my god. Or what if it gets stopped up? <laughs> this is giving me anxiety. And you gotta go tell him. Um, nah, I'm just leaving. I don't know. What you gonna leave the turd floating? I don't know what I would do. What bro? if the toilet overflow? Ooh, bitch, just kill me. I'm probably going to commit suicide right then and there. I would never boo-boo at a dude house, though, who only have one bathroom. Yeah, but I mean, I had to throw up. Because to me, it's too many things that might could go wrong. Yeah, I had to throw up, go throw up. But I'll, like, turn the water on so it sounds like I'm washing my hands or doing something. Because I don't need you to hear me going. (laughs) Yeah. But, I, man, I I don't know. I'd be real smooth with that shit. But I also feel like if y'all both been drinking and you have to throw up, to me, that's not embarrassing. I feel like she, at the end of the day, you are a lady. Nine times out of ten, you weigh less than him. You shorter than him. Who, bitch? Who? Who? Not Big Mama? Yes, bitch. Even you. Nah, bitch, nah. But I just feel like niggas understand stuff like that and even I even threw up in front of a guy before like threw up on the like side of the bed. Ooh, I threw up in front of a nigga before. I threw up on the side of the bed and he took care of me for the rest of the night. Like I don't feel like that's embarrassing if we've been drinking a lot and especially if you with a nigga who like hey let's take another shot. Oh. Another shot. At the end of the day nigga it's your fault I'm fucked up like yeah. this cause I was I'm trying to lie. keep up with you. I, we was in my car and I was driving I had to get out I started throwing up and he like made sure he got put me in the passenger seat and I was just throwing up. And he was, like, holding my hair back. Bitch, I was so fucked up. But he t- he did take care of me. Yeah, a real nigga gonna take care of you. He not about to judge you off the fact that you threw up and y'all was out together getting drunk, turning up. Or, hell, even if you wasn't out with him and you gotta throw up, like like you said, make a little smooth, a little transition. Bitch, Go to the bathroom. that should be embarrassing, though. I hate bodily functions. Like, rinse your mouth with some mouthwash. Yeah, definitely gotta have a mouth. That's why I say Get back in bed, ain't like nothing happen. Everybody, you always gotta have mouth mouthwash at the crib. Always. Especially if you always having ladies over. And if you and always like, over there, you need to have a toothbrush. Hold on now, bitch. You trying to move in. You the type of bitch that'll bring a, a piece of penny. Any nigga, any nigga I ever been fucking with consistently, I always had mouthwash at their house, a toothbrush, um, makeup wipes, and facial cleanser. <sighs> No, that's right, clean. And I and it stays there. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I get and I remember it. one time I went to a nigga house. I said somebody be using my philosophy face wash. <gasps> bitch, you are so annoying. Y'all. I swear to God, I know it wasn't me. It was probably his other bitch. Cause he damn sure wasn't him. I'm dead. 
Why you say that? He could have been caring about his poor. He has his own. Okay. Okay, so let us know, have y'all ever had some experiences with um drunk sex? And have you ever threw up on a dick? Now, that's something a little different. So you have, so you threw up in front of a guy, but you never threw up on the dick. I've never thrown up on the dick. I know my limits. I don't deep throat when I'm drunk. I barely even suck dick when I'm drunk. Mm. Well, let me not lie. <laughs> Line ass. Okay, so um, next, y'all know that we've been doing a Ask Poor Minds <laughs> segment. Okay, so I had to read this like three times before I understood mm. what it said. So Whoa. we're going to, girl, it's a lot. Well, yeah, you going to read these things. Okay, so we honestly, we've been getting a lot of uh, emails and stuff. So we're going to do all of them, trust me. But for now, we're just going to do once a week. Next week, we're probably going to do two since we've had so many um come in okay okay so um i don't know if i should say her name or not i'm gonna just leave should i leave her name out what what is well let me read it first let me okay. read it first we'll we gonna read it then we gonna decide what we gonna call you right okay so it says hey lexandrea i tune in to y'all every week from fort worth y'all have the best podcast thank you girl thanks boo idk if it's a texas thing but i feel like i'm talking to my homegirls y'all keep it all the way real Okay, so let me get. I know, I know. Y'all should see Dre's face right now. Okay, so I'm gonna read. And I thought my last nigga had all but So I'm gonna read this really slow so y'all can understand. Like I said, I have to read this a few times for me to really understand. And I'm gonna stop and kind of really explain it to y'all as I read. Okay. Because it's a lot. Okay. My baby daddy has eight kids by eight different women. I'm number seven. But that's another story. So okay. the girl that's writing, she's baby mama number seven out of eight. Okay. There is one baby mama of his that I became close to being that my six-year-old daughter. So she has another kid. That's okay. Right. Her six-year-old daughter is the same age with his daughter. From someone else. By the baby mama that she's close with. Okay. So their kids are friends. Okay. You following me? I get it. Okay. We, they have little play dates here and there. So she invited her to run track with my daughter as a way for, you know, their kids to bond. Mm -hmm. So, and she said, let me say that my baby daddy and I are on great terms and getting along very well. He provides and spends time with my baby and I have no complaints. One day on the way home from practice, the baby mama, the other baby mama, which is her friend, was mm -hmm. sad. Hold on, I lost my place was sad that he doesn't spend time with her and her kids. Mm -hmm. So she, the girl that's writing the letter, she invited him to practice to see both of them. Both of the baby. And right. she thought that she was doing something good. She thought that she would appreciate mm -hmm. it. Being that he barely sees that their child right, together. Right. She thought she was doing something good, bitch, wrong. Mind you, this is the first time she's seen him and I re interact with each other. Like I said, I have no beef with him. So we chopping it up, joking, doing what we do. And he didn't speak to her at all. Mm -hmm. He didn't speak to the other baby mama at all. Mm -hmm. She made sly remarks about him playing stepdaddy to my oldest and not even acknowledging their daughter. Mm -hmm. Then tells me my two-year-old is the favorite. And ever since she came along, that he doesn't fuck with her and her daughter no more. Mm -hmm. So she's like saying little sly remarks in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. Which she does get more attention. And I'm not saying it's right, but hey. Which, I mean, if... So Just read it. Keep okay, reading. Okay. I texted her later that night and told her she seemed uncomfortable and I didn't think that she was going to act that way with him being there. She said she wasn't uncomfortable, but she was pissed. So I left it alone. Her issue is with him, not with me. 
The very next morning, she went on Facebook talking shit about me with my baby daddy. Wait, talking shit about me and my baby daddy, even though... Wait. Talking shit about me oh, fucking, fucking with, with my, my baby, baby daddy, daddy, even though I told her I don't. So she went on Facebook saying that... Her and Just her baby keep daddy, reading. Right, we I, No, I'm saying because I, I stuttered over it, so I'm trying to let them understand what I was saying. So the very next morning, she went on Facebook talking shit about me fucking with my baby daddy, even though I told her I don't. I'm a young, dumb hoe. <laughs> That's funny. I'm 26, day 34. <laughs> Wait, this is the girl said she was a young, dumb hoe. I act like... He acts like father of the year. We get into, basically they get into a huge argument on Facebook. And after this, she wants to be cool. I'm not fake. I can't be cool with someone knowing that not only is she jealous of me, she's jealous of my innocent kids. That I overstepped my boundary by trying to keep the kids close. I thought that her being older, she would be more more mature. Or is it that she's just being bit, bitter that I have a close relationship with him and his family? Maybe she want to fuck with him still. Should I not act, interact with any of his kids anymore? His 12-year-old daughter loves me and always wants to come over, but now I don't want to seem like I'm doing too much. Please help. Woo child! Woo child! Okay. <clears throat> so this is what I have to say. Now, I'm not going to get on you about having a, <clears throat> being the seven baby mama because like you said, that's another story, my good sis. That's another story. It's your business, it's though, sis. I'm not going to judge we you. We're not judging you. I date niggas with kids, too, so it's cool. So, my thing is, absolutely, you 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 did too much. That's not your position to feel like you need to bring a baby daddy and his baby mama closer together. Yeah. That's their business, and you need to leave it at that because you don't know what type of relationship that they had. Just like she never saw y'all interact with each other, mm -hmm. you don't know how they interacted with yep. each other. So that's that should have been your cue to be like, you know what, maybe this is not a good idea. Because it's probably some deeper underlying reasons some, behind why he don't why he don't fuck like with that. her. And I feel like when you... And we, I think we've seen why right. after she went on fucking Facebook. Right. So I feel like... Maybe, at the end of the day, y'all share a baby daddy. So as close as y'all think y'all are, shit can get ugly. As yep. soon as one person's kid is getting more than the other person's kid. Yep. That's a friendship I think you need to keep at with the kids. Yes. We can be cool and cordial when the kids are around, but y'all need to be hanging out outside of the kids. Being buddy-buddy. Being buddy-buddy. That is not going to work, sister. I'm sorry. And then the fact that you're 26 and she's 34, why are y'all hanging out anyway? I feel like it's a 34-year-old woman hanging out with a 26-year-old. She just trying to see what the fuck you be up to. Honestly, what? why are you 34 hanging out with a 26-year-old? Mm, I don't feel that way. I just feel like um, people like that, the way she reacted, she has ulterior motives for being around you. Because as soon as something happened, the first thing that she did was go online and talk shit about you. Y'all never had a genuine relationship, in my opinion. For her... Because if somebody gets mad at me, I expect you to talk to me about it, not talk to Facebook about it. Well, yeah, I will say that I'm not going to say I don't necessarily feel like the relationship was genuine, but I feel like she's obviously always had feeling some type of feelings, been feeling some type of way about you and your kid. Because for her to get on Facebook, well, for her to tell your baby daddy that, oh, um, your child is the favorite, and ever since your child came along, he don't treat her child the same no more, and he playing stepdaddy to your older child. Like she's always had those feelings, right. but she was being fake cool with you and acting like she didn't have that problem right. and kiki keying all up in your motherfucking face, but really and truly. She felt some type of way the whole time, and I feel like yeah, that's why I do feel like you overstepped your boundaries by inviting 
the baby daddy to the game because at the end of the day, they need to, if they not getting along and they not having a relationship, that's something that they need to work out on your right. on their own. That's not your and, business. But when she came to the game and seen how he and her, because she probably already had felt like your child was the favorite, but then when that, she came and seen how he was interacting with your kids and not interacting with her and her kid, it made her feel some type of way even more. Right. But as a grown ass woman, that bitch wrong too, and that's why you don't. That's why I'm saying you don't need to be cool with her. I understand what Lex saying as far as like all. Y'all have kids together What type of relationship are y'all ever really gonna be able to have Because y'all share a baby daddy It could get ugly But the issue at hand for me Is that as a grown ass woman She should have been able to come to you And say some shit to you And not get on a whole fucking public platform Talking shit about your baby daddy And then talking shit about you Because what did you do wrong Right and I will say, I think that you did it Out the goodness of your heart But at the same time, you don't want to jeopardize your kids relationship with their father over mess because at the end of the day this woman is 34 she ain't no spring chicken she know what the fuck going on and honestly i feel like it's a little bit of jealousy there she's 26 she's 34 the fact that you said that your baby daddy was interacting with you and y'all laughing and playing and joking around the bitch is hating yeah honestly that's how i feel so i feel like you need to nip that relationship in the bud any friendship that y'all have but be cordial, but y'all don't need to be hanging out. Now, y'all can still be cool as far as, I mean, I feel know, like it's necessary. Game. I yeah. feel like, yeah, and that's why I feel like it does get messy because when you have a kid with somebody who has other um, baby mamas, you have to keep it cute to a certain extent for the sake of the child. Right. Even as petty as you might want to be in certain situations, you have to think of the kids first. Right. And you and that lady still need to get along to some right. extent for the sake of y'all and children. Because y'all kids do deserves to have a relationship and be and have a relationship with their siblings right. and grow up with their siblings. And that's why I said I definitely think that y'all need to be cordial and get along still have the kids for play days but as far as y'all being buddy buddy and texting each other and hanging out I don't know if y'all do hang out but it seems like y'all are friends. I don't think that that's a good idea. So how do you suggest she go about still being cool with her but not being as friendly and not making the girl feel some type of way and being even more petty? I mean, I just feel the like, other girl being more petty, right? I just feel like you can you can't control how other people react. So as far as anytime you text her, it just needs to be like, "Hey, what are you and the kids doing today? We're going to the park if y'all want to come." Keep things regular, but if it's not about the kids hanging out, y'all don't need to be texting. So, but obviously, in my personal opinion, though, I feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had between them before that can happen. Yeah. If I, it was me, me and sis gonna have to have a conversation yeah, before my kid can come around, before my kid can be coming around and hanging with your kid again. Because at this point, by how you reacted, now I kind of feel a little bit uncomfortable. I don't know if your son or, because was the two-year-old a son? Girl, I don't okay, well, well, it, well, <laughs> if my two before my, because I don't know if your child or your children be going to her house and hanging out at her house, because I know you. Oh, mean, that's not happening. Well, because I'm saying, because I know she mentioned that one of his other kids that's twelve likes to come over to her house. So I don't know if your kids be going over to her house, but at this point, after that happening, my kids not coming over to your house because you sound a little jealous, and I'm kind of afraid and unsure of what you might do to my kids right. because of your problem with. The relationship that I have with my baby daddy. And, I also, and some women are petty and will take things out on your oh children. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. But I also think that you need to talk to your baby daddy as well. And he needs to have everybody uncontrolled. It's, it's eight of y'all, bitch. Not all of y'all going to get along. It's eight of y'all. Yeah. You know, not all of y'all are going to get along. But I feel like 
it sounds like she hasn't moved on from the baby daddy kind of the fact that she was kind of like looking at y'all while y'all joking and she's like oh they still fuck around even if you and your baby daddy were still fucking around I don't understand why she would care that's not her business unless she still has feelings for him so I would say you need to have a conversation with your baby dad and it needs to be a conversation for I don't know how all y'all get along or all of y'all don't get along, but I don't feel like y'all should just be having a friendship. I think that's weird. But I do think that they need to have a conversation. Maybe that's just me. Because, bitch, we got a problem. I'm going to address it. Because I, I don't like the con- fact. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm not saying that she needs to, but, but it's ways to have a conversation with somebody. I do think that it's necessary it, if y'all kids was close have, and y'all was hanging, they was hanging out all right, the time. Right. Yes, it's necessary to have a conversation, but not with somebody who's clearly not rational. Somebody who hops on Facebook and doesn't think, you know what? Let me call her and talk to her. She ain't never wanted to talk. She yeah, ain't never. I she wants to right. go on. As soon as this girl tries to approach her and be like, hey, let's talk. She gone, this bitch texting my phone. She gonna hop on Facebook and start doing the same thing. This lady is 34 years old. She yeah. already been around the block and know how it is. Yeah. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. So what I'm getting the vibes from this lady is that. Okay, I see we can't be friends. I see we can't be, you know, whatever we were. But we can be cordial for the kids. Mm. Do it for the kids, Tara. Do it for the kids. <laughs> for the motherfucking kids, bitch. So for the kids, I will say, every time you talk to her, it needs to be about the kids hanging out. Y'all both need to be present. I don't think her kids need to be at your house unless she knows. Or I don't, I don't think you should have your kids at her house without you being there or... The baby daddy being there, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I feel like all that shit is done. All that shit is dead. Now. But as far as you trying to be the, the peacemaker and mending other people, girl, fuck them. That ain't your business. Take care of your kids. Make sure your kids are straight. And that yeah. should be your only concern. Woo! I agree. I agree. I do think that the kids should be the only concern. But see, I don't like I don't like having drama with people. That's just me. I don't like having drama, and I feel like if it's an it's issue not, it's and it's something that needs if it's something that needs to be addressed, I don't never want it to be no elephant in the room. We don't have to be cool at this point, no. But bitch, I'm gonna address the fact that you got on fucking Facebook talking shit about but why? me. Why? What is it? Gonna because I still that? have to interact with you and bring. Okay, you talking about still having their kids around each other? If I still have to have my kids around you I have to still interact with you and I cannot coexist with you and act like the shit didn't happen without having a conversation about it. My thing is I have conversations with people who I know who can handle it. This girl is not this if you have a conversation with her we're like Okay, why did you write on Facebook about me? How do you say that to somebody with them not getting defensive? Because I wanted to, bitch. It's my motherfucking Because Facebook. I'm not saying, but, but and look at how you said it. You don't have to say something. You don't have to say it like that. It's nice ways to, to say things to people. And if she acts irrational while you're trying to talk to her, okay, then cool. Now you know. Okay, well, bitch, we she's can't She's irrational, even... though. She's proved that she's irrational. Okay, that's fine. But sometimes people do things out of emotion, which we all know because we right. all have done that before. We have all thought irrationally because of emotions and did some shit and then later down the line might have realized, well, damn, I didn't handle that the proper way. So you don't know whether or not if she comes to this lady as a woman, come to her as a woman and tell her how she feels, you don't know how the lady is going to react. Now, that's why I'm saying that if she does that and then the bitch still acting irrational, well, then yes, bitch, fuck you. But the reason I'm saying is because this lady still, I feel like the lady has some jealousy in her. So that's what I'm saying. No matter what you tell this lady, her feelings are still there. 
She still feels some type of way because your kids are the favorite. She still feels some type of way because the baby daddy be flirting with you. And that's fine, but wait, wait, let me finish. She still feels a certain type of way because the baby daddy be flirting with you and treating you a certain type of way. So no matter how nice you ask her or no matter how, I mean, you got to be a judge of character because we just going off of what what you're saying to us about this lady. But sometimes I feel like some things are better left unsaid. And if we're not going to be friends and I don't have to be around you all the time, as long as I'm around when my kids are together with y'all, I can coexist. There's people I work with every day that I don't fucking like, but I know how to coexist and keep my mouth shut for the betterment because I need my job. So for the betterment of your kids, I believe you. some things are just better left unsaid. I don't know because I just feel like we ain't worried about her feelings. Her feelings about how she feel about the baby daddy and her, that's not her issue. My issue is the fact that you decided to get on a public platform instead of talking to me. And our kids been hanging out and they been, you know. That ma- just lets me know that you're not the type of person I need to be around. So I've already made it in my but mind. But it ain't about I'm, you. No, it's about but, the children. Right. So I've already made it up in my mind that me and you aren't friends anymore. So for the children's sake, I'm going to be cordial with you. We don't have to talk about this shit. You already showed me you a whole ass nigga. Why are we going to talk about it? So you can tell me some bullshit? How can you explain you getting on Facebook talking shit? How? You can't. You did some whole you ass can. shit. She can apologize. She can oh, be like, oh, I'm she sorry. Wanted to that apologize. was irrational Let me tell you of me. Something. I'm not if saying that she... If she wanted to apologize, you shouldn't have to ask for, for an apology. If she wanted to apologize... She would apologize I'm to her. I'm not saying she that she needs to, to ask no. for an apology. I never said she needs to ask for an apology. I said I feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had and it needs to be addressed. Facts. So if anybody needs to address it, it's her. She needs to reach out to you and apologize because you didn't do nothing wrong. You did something out the goodness of your heart. Don't reach out to her. In my opinion, if she wants to own up to what she did and realize that she she fucked up, she needs to reach out to you. I don't agree because I feel like when kids are involved, you got to take your own personal yeah, feelings and, and shit out of road. You got to take the Yes, high you road. have to take the high road. So taking the high road would be being the person to initiate the conversation, even if you're not the one that's wrong. Nah. It's kids involved with this. It's not about your feelings. It's not it like not you, but it's not about her feelings. It's not about that bitch feelings. It's know, only about I'm, the children. I'm just saying, this lady just sounds like she's real confrontational, and I just feel like y'all. Can't she obviously not that confrontational if she got on Facebook. Well, I'm just saying she's, she's uh, indirect. Well, that's what I'm saying. I just feel like so I'm I gonna bring it to your front door and be direct since you couldn't be. But it's like for what though? So that our kids can still coexist. That our kids can coexist. How? If y'all, I, it's I not, know. it's not gonna be no beef. I'm just like, hey, we're going to the park today. You want to come? We don't have to be like, oh, hey, girl, let's go to the mall. See, like, but I can't be fake like that. And maybe that's it's why. Not being fake. To it's me, just, that is being to fake. Me, it's to not, not being, never say nothing about the thing, about the whole situation, I, and then just invite you my kids pick, to the park. I guess park. you just gotta pick and choose your battles. I just feel like that's not a battle though. We just gonna have a conversation, to, and if you, you take it to that level, exactly, you're taking that chance though. You're taking and that that's chance fine. So then, if, okay, and that's fine. But if it gets taken to that level, then now I know that. What I was trying to do, it can't be done. Well, and I'm done now. Well, well, now. well, we know it can't be done no more already just from this situation happening. Mm, I don't feel that way because, again, you don't never know how somebody else feel. That girl probably feel like she said what she said, but our kids still going to be cool because she feel like my issue not with her, my issue with the baby daddy. Well, that I, might be okay. how she looking well, you at you know it. what? I'll say this then because we're both torn on what you should do. Maybe, I'm not torn. I feel no, like. No, I said we're torn like we're oh, not yeah. agreeing. 
Maybe you should talk to your baby daddy and see how your baby daddy feel about the situation. Because maybe y'all don't need to be talking to each Anyways. other. Anyway. And maybe he just needs to handle everything. And you should. And I'm not going to lie. You should respect his wishes. Because at the end of the day, that is his kid. Right. That's not your kid. And if he wants his kids to grow up together, that's kind of his responsibility. Right. It's not on you. I do feel like as one of his baby mamas and that being your child, you should absolutely want your kids to have a relationship with, with his dad. or her siblings. Right, right. But at the same time, that's not your responsibility because you're not the one that brought those other seven children into the world. Right. If he want all his kids Shoot. to hang out and be together, he needs to be the one to initiate those play dates and initiate exactly. getting them together because I'm not going to lie. Guys that I have dated in the past that have had children, they don't necessarily be having all their baby mamas around each other. Right. They, they go get their kids and they spend time with they. They bring all their kids together and spend time with all of their kids. So they don't have all the baby mamas together. together. So I'll agree with Dre on that. So Dre thinks that you should reach out to old girl. I think that you shouldn't. But we both agree that before anything happens, yeah. whether you talk to her or you don't talk to her, you need to talk to your baby daddy first, no matter what. You need to talk to him and see how he wants to move forward. Does he even want y'all interacting? And if he doesn't want y'all inter interacting, I think that y'all should respect, y should respect that and let him be responsible for bringing y'all's kids Because you Because y'all want to step on his toes and fuck up what he doing no, for you your, and your child. You know what I mean? By right. trying to get up in his business with his other situation. Right. So. So, just gotta stay in your lane, sis. So, the best thing we can tell you, bitch, is just talk to your baby daddy. Talk to your. I didn't mean to call you a bitch. BD. You know, we talked to. Everybody. Girl, you know, we mean that. As a, again, y'all know at this point, we mean it as a term right. of endearment. So, I mean, I don't know if you wanted your name shouted out, but you didn't say keep your name secret. But that was from, that question was from Aja. So, shout out to Aja. Thank you for the question. That was a good one, bitch. That was a good question. That was some hot tea, bitch. And please get, give us an update. Yes, I'm gonna wanna update we want to know. Week. We want to know what goes down. Yeah, so up next. We have the bop. Hey, the bop. Hey, the bop. Um. So what's your bop of the week? I don't have one this you week. You never actually. have a fucking bop. Actually, week. bitch, I've been having a bop for the past months. I don't have one this week. Mm -hmm. So you can go ahead and take mm -hmm. it away, Lily. Okay, so my bop of the week is actually two bop. Well, actually, it's like a bop and then like an album. So there's this artist. His name is Cautious Clay, and he's super. Super dope. So if you like the kind of music that's really like on some chill shit, drink some wine, roll up a little bit, or smoke some hookah at the crib with the lights low, this is the artist for you. So y'all might have heard his song um, on Insecure a few years ago. Um, it's called Cold War. It's like an amazing song. Like I've literally never heard one person listen to this song and not fuck with it. So that's my first little bop of the week. Just, I feel like that's a good song to introduce you to who he is as an artist. Mm -hmm. So this year he came out with an EP called Table of Context. And y'all know me. I love short EPs. I love when the shit is short and straight to the point. So he has a song called Saturday Morning Cartoons, and it's on, the, the album is only six tracks. All the tracks go hard, but Saturday Morning Cartoons is like my bop. So okay. my bop of the week is Cold War. You got to listen to that one first by Cassius, Cautious Clay, and then listen to his EP, uh, Table of Context. Shout out to Cautious Clay. We fuck with you the Shout out way. to you, boo. What you got, little Drea? Anything? I guess, you know, since you pressing me about a vibe. Oh, fucking bro. 
I guess I could come up with something. So actually, I have been listening to Kalani's like last little album, and I love her song "Nights Like This." Okay. So shout out to Kalani. I love her song. It's like a good little vibe. And actually, I was listening to Janae Aiko's new song earlier as well. Oh, I gotta yeah. remember the name of it, and I like it because I feel like it's so relatable. Because mm-hmm. I feel, especially being a woman, because I feel like sometimes, again, like what we were talking about earlier, we just act off of emotion. I got to look the song up because I forgot the name of it because it just came out. Like. Yeah, I like Janae Aiko. I feel like she she's not the best, like, you know, vocal powerhouse, but her lyrics definitely I really home. think she can sing. I do. I think she has a nice voice. But I think she has a very beautiful voice. I do. It's called Triggered. The song is called Triggered. And I think it's a good song because it's just like, she basically just talking about like how she fucking with a nigga and he got her fucked up. And it just triggered you, triggered you to do crazy do. shit. You know, so I feel like it's a relatable song. And then I look, like I just said, I love her voice. Yeah, I think so, she has a nice voice, but she's not like a vocal powerhouse is what I'm saying. Like, she's not known for her vocals. She's known for her lyrics. And also too, but the thing about Janae Aiko, as much as I love her, she's very emotionally unstable. So she's not somebody that you need to be listening to all the time. I'm dead, but I feel like- If you it, act off of emotion. No, but I feel like it is though, because it, it's relatable because a lot of us aren't emotionally stable. Like a lot of us out there, and I feel like that's what's wrong with a lot of people. They don't like to admit that, and they like to keep it in, and that's what causes a lot of depression in people sometimes. I feel like she's found a way to channel that and kind of help her with it, but it's a struggle for everybody, no matter what you do for a living. So I feel like stuff like that is relatable. Well, if you the type of bitch that's about to go bust a nigga windows, I right, you don't need to be listening to Janae. That's I mean, what I mean. I mean, shit, we all have felt that way before. But though. you have you done it? I mean, no. So it's a different. I'm dead. I feel like. It, it can bring, maybe listening to her songs, it'll make you like, want to bust the nigga windows eye sometimes. I'm dead. Okay. Or get his, na- or get his face tattooed oh, on your fucking brother. But I love Janae. Oh, fucking brother. Let me, and speaking of people getting tatted. <gasps> oh, so, oh, you so jade. Oh, so jade me. Oh, Whatever. you so dumb. Oh, you so fucking dumb. Oh, I'm going to start doing an old fucking brother. Of the yes, we're about to start doing an old fucking brother. Oh, fucking brother. Jade wow. got another tattoo of Takashi 69 on her fucking body. Yeah. Y'all really, Cardi, I feel you. Y'all really do anything for clout. I don't And you care. know she don't like them anyways. Yeah. She's ain't, she, ain't they, they suing her. I don't, oh yeah, they are. Yeah, the yeah. irony. Yes, you are very lame for that, my good sis. You're too young and, and too, too beautiful. beautiful to be getting a nigga's face tatted all over. You really want to go through the rest of your life being known as a girl who got Takashi 6ix9ine, who's not even made himself relevant. Uh, like, relevant he's only 23. He probably won't even be relevant in five, in five years. years. Just for, for right now, like, stop. I want you ladies to stop doing that and put more pride in yourself and things that you have going on. You, you and your sister were doing good. Y'all had y'all little wig line. Y'all were bartending, making, making money. Bands. Like, stop doing that. Stop trying to, I really want you ladies to stop trying to attach yourself to a nigga for some clout. I mean, and I also just feel like, too, you know, at the end of the day, if that's your M.O. and you want to date industry niggas or whatever, it's like you kind of really just fuck that up because nobody who worked anything in the music industry or the entertainment industry at this point is going to seriously, I mean, take you serious. At all. Having this man's face tattooed on you and, and his set s- number. On the other side. 
And he's a snitch. And he's in prison and he's a rag. Like. And so the way all of these other niggas. Nigga, nigga, ho, nigga, bitch, nigga, bitch, nigga. So the way all of these other niggas is looking at you now is like you just a clout chaser. And you'll do anything for some attention. It's like that was not a smart move, sis. It really wasn't. And we say that from a loving place. But we just got to. for your fucking self. I do. I'm saying it from a loving place. Because I don't never want to bash nobody. Because some people didn't grow up with good guidance and stuff. I'm just being honest. Because obviously if you did, you wouldn't do something like that. So I just feel like sometimes we can't be hard on people. Because, you know, they didn't grow up with people telling them. I don't care how you grew up. And then her sister was under the picture putting fire emojis and shit. Oh, hell. My sister would be like, bitch, take this shit But that's what I was about to say. If I went and did something like that, it's no way in hell that you would be on Instagram clapping me and cheering me on for doing something like that. Yeah, so uh, shout out to OsoJ, whatever your name. What is it? Oh, you Jade. Oh, so you Jade. You're the old fucking brother. Of the fucking week, bitch. Of the fucking goddamn week. And um, that's it for this episode. Once again, yes. brought to you by European Wax Center. Y'all make sure y'all go get y'all's waxes. Howell Mill or Edgewood. Mitch and Poor Minds or Drea and Lex. And you'll get a discount on services. It's summertime, y'all. Make sure y'all go get those Brazilians. And make sure you get your upper lip wax, Yes, too. that too. And for anybody else that wants their questions answered, like I said, we're going to do two next week because we yeah. kind of have a lot in the email. Don't worry. I swear. One thing I promise y'all, we're going to answer everything. Nobody is going to get skipped over. I don't care how silly No question, question left behind. No question is left behind. So next week, we're going to do two. Um, this week, we just have, I, I could only do one because I knew it was going to start a deep conversation. So if you want anything answered, any topics or anything, you can email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. That's A-S-K-P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. And the girls got your back. We always got your back. And once again, this has been another episode of Poor Minds. It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. We, oh, uh, speaking of why we did our radio voices, um, <clears throat> we have a really, really, really big announcement <laughs> coming for y'all next week. <sighs> so just, y'all, y'all are going to love this, especially people who that are live in Atlanta. Of Atlanta, y'all going to love Atlanta, this. Atlanta, Georgia. We got a big announcement next week, and I'm going to leave it at We do. We're that. so excited. So um, we'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.